Canterbury, New South Wales, are you ready to rewind 80s? The Mixtape Tour comes to town Saturday, May the 8th, 2021. Wear your 80s attire and get your singing voices ready as we take you back to the fantastic 80s. Get your tickets today, www.albreyentertainmentcentre.com.au and we'll see you really soon with all the greaties from the 80s. Get ready, Aubrey. We're going to rock your socks off. See you soon. Slow me because I'm good in bed. Yeah, that's not an 80s song, is it? I know, it's 70s. Oh, we're bending the rules. We are from live in the 80s. I think this was a live album by Skyhooks. Oh. What a great band. Like, the songs are great. They were huge, weren't they? Huge. Around Australia. I'm Sammy Harden from the 80s montage. And I'm Jay Jovi from the 80s montage. And what are we doing tonight? We are talking about the incredible Michael Gadinsky and Mushroom Records. Yes, yes. Sadly, we lost our beloved Michael, beloved to the entire Australian music mm-hmm. industry. On first of March, just just well, God, it just seems like the other day. Yeah, it doesn't did. it? It goes very quick. Yeah, yeah. When that happens, it's unbelievable. Terribly sad. It was, you know, it's not like he was overly old. It, and and I, I believe he passed away in his sleep. Yeah. It was just like mm. such a shock, you know. Look, he lived a good life though. Yeah, he would have lived a rough life. Yeah, there would have been a lot of parties and a lot of. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's bit true. Of ching, bit of fucking Cheech and Chong yeah, out the back. Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure he would have lived a very fulfilled life, but his legacy is always going to live on. Huge, larger than life character. Look, it's a very small industry. Everybody sort of had a connection to Michael Gadinsky in a way, even if they were not part of the mushroom crowd. Mm. Um, and, and you know, uh, yeah, I've... I've um, Michael Gadinsky has been lovely to me, you know, in the, in the couple of times that mm-hmm. we've met. He swung me free tickets a couple of times to a few shows. So we, we, we just love to say, um, you know, wish all the best to Sue and Matt and Kate, his family. Condolences. Um, yeah, yeah, condolences. But it's, you know, very, very important to talk about Michael Gadinsky. He's, he's huge in the Australian industry. Absolutely. Now, did you see the um, memorial? 
No, unfortunately, I had my um, own things going of course, on. Of it's course, but yeah, did. it's been a sort of sad time yeah. for me. So, yeah. so um, yeah, I've I've been dealing with sort of you know my own issues and and um, but I've I've definitely been reading you know a lot of things online. I haven't yet seen it. Um, had heaps of friends that went along to the live event, the memorial. Yeah, well, we had tickets, and then Maddie had to do something that night, which we couldn't go in the end. Okay, it was incredible. Barnsley, of course. Straight off the bat, amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. hardest gig you could do would be to sing at your best mate's memorial. Gotcha. Yeah, and they were. And you've best already mates. been to the funeral and all that stuff. Yeah. But Michael Gadinsky, everyone loved him. I haven't heard anyone say he was an asshole. Mm. Or, like everyone loved him because he loved music. And at the end of the day, he's one of those guys that wasn't all about the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be. He could be very tricky in business, mm. but. It's business at the end of the day, and, yeah. and and at the end of it, it, it for him, it was all about the music. It really was all about the music. Yeah? Absolutely, and business when it comes to music, there's so much conspiracy and people trying to stop you to live your dream. And this band wants to cut your lunch, and this car, you know everything yeah. just goes wrong. Yeah, you actually have to be a bit, a little bit ruthless. Yeah, you do. Like I find myself pulling bullshit out of my ass, mm. knowing that there's another '80s band up our ass, and I'm not going to get that gig because yeah. of another '80s band. It's like, dude. You have to sort of pull shit out of your ass, yeah. and and that's how he would have done it. But yeah. he was also very smart, yeah. and he knew. And this is the thing: he was a Russian Jew, mm. right? Now, the Jews, because I've been in the Jewish sort of world for twenty five years, and yeah. I've done Jewish receptions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They are so patriot, patriot. Yeah, patriotic. Yeah, yes, yes. to Australia. Like if you go to a wedding, yeah. and it's a Jewish wedding. You sing the Australian national anthem, and I'm Lovely. talking not Jimmy Barnes, working class man. I'm talking the Australian national anthem, yeah. and that's the thing that they did at the memorial, and it didn't surprise me. One of the rabbi, Rabbi Wolf, I call him Rabbi Wolf, who used mm. to be at all the functions. He was there, and he's incredibly funny, and made us feel a little bit lighter about it. Oh, great! Because he kind of said, in the Jewish tradition, we don't see it as a death; we always see the energy move around. Mm. Even in the living, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Which is a really good thing. I think I found what he said really um, inspirational and really cool to hear. Oh, great. Oh, that's you know? awesome. Oh, but lovely. you've picked some songs tonight, which is awesome. Yeah, I have. I have. And I've tried to sort of bounce through. Oh, by the way, the reason why we played Skyhooks mm. and, you know, they, they this is obviously a 70s song. They were huge in the 70s. They were signed... Two Mushroom Records, which was the label that Michael started with. Oh, mate, what was his name? Who did he start Mushroom Dave with? someone. Was it? I don't know. Who would know? So um, uh, Michael Gadinsky, of course, famous for starting Mushroom Records. He started with a guy called Ray Evans. But oh, you Ray never, Evans. You yeah. never hear about Ray Evans? Probably a silent. Well, there's always got to be one that's louder than the other. Yeah, yeah. There's always got to be a mo- like money man and, yeah. and you know because he was very young when he started Mushroom. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's another right. good thing about the Jewish community. Their parents are so supportive with ever whatever they want to do. Yeah, we're a bit different in with Australia. We're kind of like, what you want to do music? You're fucking crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Where the Jewish, you could do anything you want. You yeah, know? that's and right. And I used to see that a lot when I did. Functions, yeah, and yeah, weddings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, well, we did start with Skybox because Sky Hooks were the ones that floated him. Really, that's right. The, when they started the label, they they 
they had a little bit of success with they released like a uh, Sunbury Music Festival uh, compilation, compilation yeah. and that sort of gave them a bit of traction but it was very hard to get things off the ground, you know, and then their big success was Skyhooks and Skyhooks was this thing that sort of really carried them through and make, made them made their mark for them, you know. So, yeah. you know, very appropriate that we start the show with Skyhawks. Yeah, and they were compared to Kiss a lot. Right. And they, I think they were going for a tour with Kiss and the Kiss management said no, too much, too close to home. Really? So, yeah, yeah, Skyhooks. And, Why? Because well, it was all about sex on. and, oh, yeah, because yeah, they know, used to do that shit, didn't they? Yeah, they used they? to do the makeup. Oh, I forgot and, that about Skyhooks. You know, wigs and, and, and whatever. They used to dress up as nuns or like they crazy used gear. To dress up. Yeah. Yeah. And the songs were, yeah, pretty much about sex or yeah. ego and stuff like that. Amazing. But I'm pretty sure they were knocked back for that. Uh, that kiss tour. Yeah, or right. something like that. They were very worried about. Well, they didn't get into that market because of them. That was the kind of thing that would have broken your heart. Right, Because you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, why not? Well, yeah. They're kind of different but they're the same. Yeah. But they're very different. Yeah. They're very Australian really. And they're sort of surfy, you know. It's weird yeah. that they're sort of glam, you know. Like you yeah. don't put glam with like surf rock, do you? You don't see like Aussie crawl, Australian crawl doing – doing glam and that's basically sort of what they were doing with their look but their sound was sort of, yeah, kind of surfy. Yeah, yeah I, you think, know? I think the genres were really close to each other mm. in those days. No one knew It was just good fuck. music, wasn't it? That's you just it. released music. I did see Skyhooks at Stylus. I think it was one of their last gigs. Wow. And um, it, they were amazing live. Yeah. But then when Shirley sort of died, that was the end oh, of it. God, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. All right, so Skyhooks. So in the 80s, Mushroom really, really boomed. You know, they, they, um, Gidensky, Michael Gidensky obviously had a real love for rock and bringing that to the masses. You know, like rock music was awesome, Australian music was awesome, and Mushroom Records was the hub of all of that. You know, they yeah. were, they were the, the big sort of Aussie label. They, they originated here. I can't think of too many Aussie labels that originated here that became so big, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. And not only that, they didn't – they weren't really interested in international. It was all about Australian music. Yep. And people weren't signing Australians and people weren't playing it on the radio. Mm. So this was a huge risk for him to take. Yeah. But, my God, when you look at some of the artists that were on Mushroom, I actually forgot all about the artists. Like, yeah. I'm like you, I used to go into Mushroom and, and do a couple of things during the week as prizes and stuff. And yep. Maddie told me the other day that I have met Michael and I forgot all about it but we'll talk about that later. Mm. And Maddie met Michael after Mandy Kane on Rove when they yeah, did Mandy Kane right. on Rove. Oh. And Michael Gudinski went up to Maddie and said at the Corner Hotel, that's one of the best live performances I've ever seen a band do on TV. Fucking fantastic. Like he just spotted Maddie from a mile away because Maddie is someone you spot. Yeah. He looks very – he's unique looking. He's got Come an to. energy about him. Yeah. And they, you just know, like everyone will go, I know you from somewhere and it'll be some band or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like he was so – patriotic about Australian music and getting it off the ground because yeah. we weren't in the best shape back then. No, that's right. No, that's right. And it was sort of, I don't know, Australia, we, we had such an amazing culture back then but it's like we 
had a real cringe about it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It was so, so special, the, the Aussie culture in the 70s and the 80s, like just incredible before before globalisation, you know. Mm. We, we were sort of the most Australian that we ever were in that time and there was a cringe about it. It's like, oh, who are we? Are we, a, are we part of the British Empire? Like, you know, are we becoming part of America? Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, as a kid in the 80s, very early 80s, I remember not buying Australian material at all. Mm. There yeah. was nothing that interests me yeah. whatsoever Yeah. until he started bringing the dance stuff up and everything. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Awesome. What have, what music have we got first? Yeah, so we've played Skyhooks. You just like me because you're good in – I'm good in bed. We've got to talk about the second act, which is Split Ends. Yes. Split Ends was another one where people went, you're fucking crazy, you're going to sign these guys. Split Ends was another one where it's like, oh, yeah, Split Ends, Skyhooks, Kiss, they're obviously uh, inspired by Bowie. With that glam, with the dressing up, taking on the character, all that kind of thing. With rock music, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I really puppets, think so. puppets and clowns were big. That's right. So we, this one um, I'm going to play by Split Ends, which is a ripper. Yeah. Um, you like this song too. I think you've done this in a band as well, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Let's yes. have a listen. God, I love it. It reminds me of my brothers. I love it. Yeah, Amazing. such good music because... 1980. Yeah, obviously sort of split ends, um, you know, when they broke up and moved to Australia, uh, Neil moved on to uh, Crowded House, you know, and formed Crowded House in Melbourne. So that sort of musical legacy that he's sort of carried through from New Zealand is incredible. You think of the songs of Split Ends. He didn't sign them until they moved to Australia, Split Ends anyway. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 So they were here. Yeah. And the thing is they were an interesting act. I did see a, a video on Rage. been watching a lot of Rage of late, like Thursday nights when right. it's repeated. Yeah. And um, there was a Split Ends video that came up. I can't remember which, but they all had these amazing faces that they put on. Yeah. Those spooky fucking clown faces. Yeah. They were great actors, these mm. guys. Mm. Even more so, they were like a better version of Skyhooks for me. Yeah. yeah. Because I believed them a bit more. The music was a bit better too. Yeah. I've got to admit. Yeah, yeah. look, Skyhooks no. were, were definitely great. Yeah. But they were controversial as well, yeah. Skyhooks, where 
Split ends for me, oh, it was darker, I guess. It well, wasn't listen, so bright. Yeah, I've always said that split ends is like the Antipodean version, like the other, you know, the other side of the world from England. And so they're, they're like the cure, but on the other side yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. The, the music's incredible. You listen to the timing in, in this. Oh, you listen to the, the yeah, beat. Yeah, you listen to the timing. We did this song in Rewind 80s. <laughs> And the fucking numbskull on drums couldn't get the fucking timing. It was shit house. And we're standing there going, oh, try it again. Nah, had to scrap the song. Mm -hmm. It's a really hard play for a drummer. Yeah, yeah. You have to be right on it. And this guy wasn't, but. Well, it's not fucking like, you know, four to the floor. No, there's stuff happening. And you've got to know it. To the degree. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Sort of jazzy or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They were great musos. Yeah, yeah. So Split Ends really was a risk and I think they played somewhere in the city in Melbourne and someone said, you've got to be joking if you're going to sign these guys and he yeah, went, I'm right. going to sign them. Fucking great. And it was bang yeah. straight out there because yeah. Countdown gave them a lot of airplay. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, visually they would have been, you know, really, really challenging for everybody. Yeah, it's like it, what it scares kids, this stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? It yeah. was scary to me. The ABC, things that were on the ABC in that time, like Countdown and just everything around it was just like fucking – it was like an arts festival. Like the ABC, what was on the yeah, ABC was, was just incredible. Yeah, you know what I mean? Was. Fucking hell. It still tries to get like that but it's yeah, not but really the same. They're also, they're also fucking like working to a budget that's been slashed like how many fucking times yeah. by the, the Liberal government every year. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because right. they, they, they hate them. They, they yep. want to see the last of them. Yeah, 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 that's right. Crap bastards. Anyway, th- this isn't my favorite split end song, Which although I do one? love it. Stuff and Nonsense. Oh, I wow. love it. M- this, uh, Stuff and Nonsense has got like, Mika and I have got a connection to it. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's sort of, it's, I, I just love it because it's, it's sort of professing pure love. Full, pure love for now but I can't make any promises to the future. And I love those kind of narratives when it's like I'll give you everything right now but I can't say forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, ju- I, ju- I just wow. love things like that. I, I love would have run away like from that. that. See, it is. It's challenging. It's <laughs> challenging. Go, okay, thanks for coming. Yeah, bye. yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice knowing you. Have a shag and then <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bloody hell, I haven't heard that song. I yeah. must listen to that. Absolutely love I it. Probably, I'll probably love it. Yeah. See, I love um, I See Red as well. Yeah, yeah. That's very roller skating in the 80s. Yeah, Speed yeah. skaters to the left. Absolutely. You know stuff and nonsense that. And I know that I love you here and now, not forever. Ba- oh, vaguely. Yeah, you'd know it. It's a little bit up and down for me. I like things that are straight ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to sing it, but you'll know it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how? What year though was it on I this album know. or like later on? Could have been. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. We'll have to put it in the background if we can, but if yeah. not, have a listen to it. So the next act you've picked, honey, Hunters and Collectors. Yeah. Do you like Hunters? Are they a bit white bread for you? Look. Oh. Oh. I fucking See, this love is Mark another Seymour. Throw your, yeah, look, yeah, look, throw your arms around me. Yeah, yeah. If someone sang that to me, I would run a mile as well. Yeah, it's a bit it's sort a of like, bit oh, all the drunks at the pub. Yeah. And I, oh, I love you. Yeah. I fucking love you. Yeah. Like all the mates. Oh, like, I 
Dad, nah. I haven't told you I love yeah. you. Yeah, mate, yeah. you really mean a lot to me. You know, it's, like yeah. it's a bit that. It's I'm a bit not that. Sure. But, but I, we're not going to play that one. No, anyway. we're not. We're not. We're ripping into it. We're not going to play it. We are ripping into I it. I like hunters. Yeah. Well, look. You know what? Um, Michael definitely did, and his favourite song was "Throw Your Arms." I guess. Yeah. Around, but we're going to play this one for you now for the overseas viewers that want to hear the hunters and collectors. A lot of people will know them. They've they've got a huge cult following. Yeah, big Aussie sound. Yeah. See how it was so oh, huge. I know what I'm fucking listening to on the way home. Hunters and collectors. I love them. Don't. Sp- I don't know. It's just really Aussie, really pubby. See, I like the darker song. They had a darker song where they ran through the jungle. And it was All really of their stuff dark. has a tone. Can't you know? remember it. It's not, it's not ever kind of like tits and feathers, except like, you know. It's not ever tits but, and feathers. Yeah, throw your arms around me is a bit sort of, you know. A bit watered. Yeah. But I know people love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you'd just be too needy for me if you did that. Yeah, yeah. I love Mark Seymour's voice. I ache for that guy. I've, I I want to be Mark Seymour. Yeah, right. He's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And interesting. Uh, interestingly enough, um, we mentioned Crowded House before. Uh, what's his name? Nick his Seymour. Brother. Nick yeah. Seymour was in Crowded House yep. and Mark Seymour fronted uh, Hunters. You know, like yeah. an incredible sort of that family legacy That was confusing as a kid to see that too. It was that, like, oh, how come they're in different bands? They were very similar. Yeah. And, and, and they used to get asked a lot like in the media like, oh, you know, have you guys ever collaborated? No. Why not? Um, because I was in Hunters and Collectors and – Nick was in, <laughs> Nick was in Grand Yeah, House. no, it wasn't seen, though, that much. Yeah, they were very busy. They fucking toured, 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 both of those bands, you know? Yeah. They wouldn't well, have had time. Gudinski loved them. Yeah. Loved, I think he sang at the memorial as well. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Well, well, um, uh, yeah, possibly. I think, I'm hoping they sell the memorial and put it towards, like, Support Act or something. Yeah. Because it was on the net. You could watch it on the net, but you can't watch it again. Yeah, yeah. But it went for three three and a bit hours and you just we all just sat here and cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when Kate came out. No, uh, yeah, Because Kate right, right. just hit everything on the, you know. Oh, uh, shit. The son's a little bit more businessy. Okay. But he was still part, it was still heartbreaking. Yeah. But Kate with her little kids, it was oh, just no. fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. You know. Oh, bugger. Uh, her and Ed Sheeran, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't like that ginger, but he right. did good. Good on him. You know, he good did good. Good on him good. So, for sort of. Lending a little bit of international weight to it all, you know? Yeah, and then people that were picking on him because he didn't fucking get a jet air and do two – he did two weeks um, quarantine for COVID. Okay. But then they're like, how come we're letting fucking Ginger in and not Aussies? Because it's, it's like, Ed Sheeran, exactly. Karen. That's yeah. why. And you know what? When you, you can fucking write songs, you can shut the fuck up. Mm. I just can't stand – 
Facebook drives me fucking mental. People are stupid now. They've got no fucking... Oh, mate. I'm getting off it, Sammy. Oh. Is it all right if I do? Yeah. I want to fucking get off Why? it. Why would you? Yeah. I'm I can't stand I it. Fucking stupid. I don't want to know what pe- – you know? I don't want to know what your eggs look like coming out of your ass. Oh. <laughs> I kind of do, though. But do le- yeah, but- Yeah, well, that's probably more interesting. Hey, back to Hunters and Collectors. Now, Hunters. Yeah. Now, they had like fucking – Hundred members, remember? They had like fucking eight members or something. They've had so many like past members of that band, but at any given time, they had a lot of members. It was it was sort of it was Mark Seymour's band. Yeah, like that's he was right. the front man, and yeah. he was bringing majority of the songs to the floor. But look, they had horns, trombones, fucking oh, all absolutely. different kind of drums and this and that, keyboards, fucking trumpet. It was very cool to have horns. In the 80s it? that In the time, 80s, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, the bands that um, – I'm just looking for my phone because I want to find that Hunter song that I really like. Oh. It's a real dark oh. one. Okay. Um, Have a look for it. I'll keep talking. Yeah, I've, well, got I've got a little got a story to tell. Fine. All right. Tell your story. Run around. Anyway, so they they um. Oh, it's fucking right here. Sorry. Honey. And you, oh, there it is. <laughs> You'll appreciate this sort of. You know how sort of when you're splitting up band royalties and all of that. For people that don't know out there, normally. Normally you go about it in a few different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will you will split it half into lyrics and half into music, half into instrumentation. That's what happens sometimes. Other times it doesn't happen, but that happens a lot. Half of it's lyrics, half of it's music. And you might, you know, you'll credit the artist differently for the lyrics that they wrote. And often, it, you know, it will be the singer because they will have the connection to the lyric. That's what they bring to the band. And then they will sort of split up the royalties for the music. Normally that's a guitarist. So it could be anybody, you know. could be the, the rhythm section, like bring like a groove to the band and then it builds from there. Who knows? What Hunters did, and it's something that I did in 10,000 and we can't, I kind of regretted it. Because we, regardless of what happened, because we did it a different way, I think, for the first album, where it's like whatever you contributed, that's what that, you know, that's how the, the royalties were registered. But what actually happened, what started happening was people were really pushing songs that they were, you know, responsible for. They weren't they necessarily, were yeah, <laughs> and they yeah, weren't yeah, necessarily yeah. the That's best right. songs. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we were like, "Fuck that shit." We all get, we just split it five ways, and this is what Mark Seymour did. He split it like equal, equal fucking earnings for all the members. He was bringing most of the ideas to the band, but he was paying everybody equally, and and they just sort of weren't respecting it. Yeah, that's they right. There is it. a touch uh, catch twenty two with that shit. Yeah, yeah. He tried to be sort of, I guess, really, really socialist with it. You know, talking to a stranger is what I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, yes. Talking to a stranger. That's pretty cool. Love man. Yeah, I love, love that song. It. You gotta love his voice. Yeah, look, I, I think it's unique, absolutely. But as a kid, I'm like, what year was this? 
I was into the dance scene. It was very much mid eight. It was very much sort of like eight. Yeah, you've got to understand that everything was Barnsley at this stage, which is not a bad thing. I love Barnsley, but mm. as a kid, I I wanted dance. Yep. So when I'm talking, which isn't a mushroom. Oh, you know they are mushroom. Yep. Came onto the scene. Oh, they might be EMI. Can't remember. Um, I was so excited to see girls in a band and yeah. a dance band. You yeah. Know? All right, let's keep moving. Awesome. Yeah, no, no, let's talk about the royalties. Now, I think by law the, the actual vocals or the, the, the lyrics should be getting half of it. Well, not by law. You can do it however you like. Oh, really? Because it used to be um, lyrics were worth more. <sighs> I, that used to be, I, I guess, the cultural belief is that lyrics were worth more. But you can, you can register it however you want. Mm, okay, yeah. that's changed then because yeah. um, it would have been a lot easier. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. You've got to – I mean, you need your players there. Yep. So you give them a percentage. Yep. But when they're getting it for nothing, they're going to take advantage of it. Fuck yeah, absolutely. It's a very – and then you do the other way where you give everyone, you know, they want to write songs because they want more royalties. Yes. Yeah. It really shouldn't be like that. It should be let's just do the music and see what happens and the universe will fucking pay us all. Yeah, yeah. Which is how Prince thought. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. After the Prince special we did last week. So now this next band, I love these guys. This is where I started going, wow, this is amazing. So these guys did some gigs with Pseudo, didn't they? Or a gig in Tassie, yeah, didn't they? like in, even in the eighties. Ah, yeah. Oh yeah, they did New Year's Eve with pseudo. Yeah, that's right. But machinations of pseudo are quite suited. You know what I mean? Pseudoed. Pseudo echo. They're quite suited to machinations. Yeah. Um, where pseudo have done nineteen twenty seven, and I've actually thought they're not suited. You know what? I because you went to that gig, didn't you? And you went, oh god, nineteen twenty seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I said it off record though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I've said it. Everyone used to say the same it's thing. It's the band. It's not the main dude. No, in the... Eric's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the band. Absolutely. They couldn't give a fuck. No, they, could, they couldn't give a fuck. That's nah. exactly how it is. Yeah, so we've noticed, guys, all right, if yeah, you're listening. we have noticed. Yeah. But we're going to play this one, do you reckon? Give this one. Fuck yeah. Track, yeah, I good band. I fucking love it. Good it band. It sort of verges into new funk territory. It's very funky. New funk, yeah. yeah. Soft beat, new, half. You love that beat. fucking same new funk. I do. Yeah. Um. Well, it's kind of new romantic. Yeah, it is. And with a great bass player. It reminds me of Human League. 
Human League territory or early uh, Duran Duran or something, doesn't it? Yeah, you? I never really thought about the machinations being like anyone else at all. Yeah, right. I thought they were quite unique and I loved Freddie mm. as a frontman because he had the most fantastic dance routines. Beautiful voice. And I remember he got hit by a car on Dandenong Road on the way to school when I was my dad was oh, not fuck, by us, really? not by me. Oh, fuck but Sammy. my dad was oh, driving. I wasn't yeah, thinking yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well, fuck I was. I was like, I've said that wrong. Oh, fuck. Um, so my dad was driving me to school and I heard on the news, which I hear and on And something went yeah, under yeah. the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> dad, dad Dad was talking to me with his head looking into the back seat. Oh, no. And we went straight over the top of something. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't us. And I'd heard that Freddie had been hit on his bike oh. on Dandenong Road. Ah. And I was just starting to hang out in the Armadale area as a little tacker. Yeah. And hanging out in, in um, <laughs> Dandenong Road area and stuff and going to the cemetery and doing photo shoots. Yes. That was our thing in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I was devastated to hear that ah. about Freddie. He's did okay it, now though. Did it fuck him up? Yeah, he had to go to hospital, but oh, he was no. very lucky. Mm. But I just remember being shocked because what you think's immortal is like one someone yeah. that can't be touched yeah. was injured. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, I forgot that when you're a muso you can get injured. Yeah, you know? fuck yeah. But I remember that and I remember getting really shocked. But I love that band. Incredible. Mm. Yeah, love them. What a cool song. There used to be a band called Fluts and Jetsam. That was sort right. of similar. Okay. They were funky. They were like a level 42 meets, oh, level 42 meets. Um, wow, honey. No, no. no um, ABC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. interesting. They were Aussie. I think they were mm-hmm. Sydney band. I could be wrong. And they just reminded me a little bit like that. But, yeah, I love them. I love this track as well. But my favourite track of the Machinations is Due To You. Do 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 you? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, and I love that video, and I love the chicks in it and everything. Yeah, uh, awesome. Very so machinations good. were with mushroom. Now yeah. that I did not know. Yeah, keep it in mind. Keep it in mind that we're you know we're showcasing mushroom records. So yes. all these sounds and all the sort of I don't know for all of you guys who live through this takes you right back to old Australia. You know. 70s, 80s Australia. And isn't it amazing that his parents were from Russia? Mm. It takes someone with the background like that to actually do something for this country. Fuck yeah, absolutely. And have the balls to do it. Come out and fucking work your ass off. Absolutely. And yep. and his wife's incredible because how would it be living with Michael Gudinski and knowing that he's on tour for four days and you won't see him? And, yeah. You know, she probably went a lot with, you know, around with him and everything. Yeah. But. It's not easy going out with a guy that tours. That's right. And does all that bizzo. So we got a new we got another one. Oh no, we're gonna run a commercial now. Yeah. This is Maddie's suggestion. Maddie's suggestion for a commercial. I'm just gonna have a look about where I fucking put it. Good old Maddie. Maddie loves this. This reminds Maddie hey. of when Maddie was a kid. Poor old Maddie. Poor old Maddie. Shit, where have I put it? In there flogging his log. <laughs> Did I put it somewhere? Yeah, hang on. Here we go, guys. Sorry, dudes. Now what you gonna do when you get a snack attack? How'd you keep away from junk? How'd you keep them off your back? And when it's time to treat your belly, get off the beaten track. Time to find a new direction. Time to down the snack pack. 
Starved to death. Do you remember it? I do. It's See, fucking hectic, that song, isn't yeah. it? You can't relax. Can't relax. That's a fucking banger. Um, yeah, so Snack Attack. I was a yoga chick. Were you? I loved yoga. I love her they say in the song, if you want to keep away from junk. Oh. Surely Snack fuck. Attacks were junk. Absolutely. Unless junk. they're talking about heroin. Maybe. If you want to keep away from heroin, <laughs> these are just as good. And Snack. addictive. <laughs> there would have been that much sugar in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck, I want, oh, they're not around anymore though. No. They couldn't be. Yogo no. is. Yeah, right. So I loved chocolate yogo as a kid. Yogo. I loved it. Yeah. See, people were not crazy about yogurt in Australia. No. Unless it was. Lolly shit. Like vanilla yogurt or fucking full with sugar. And then when people realised how much sugar in it, because people thought it was like, oh, dairy, it's good for you. Yeah. When people realised how much sugar was in it, they were fucking horrified. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So people have like, you know, Greek yogurt quite readily now. Because it's got no fucking sugar in it and, uh, you know, diet yogurt and that kind of shit. Yeah, that's right. I remember my mum, uh, you know, she would go on a diet now and then. And one very popular one during the 80s was the yogurt diet. Right. Imagine how fucking frustrating that would have been. Oh, shocking. Oh, what's the time? 10 o'clock. Oh. What are we going to have for have, lunch? Blueberry oh, today? Great. I'll have 100 grams of yogurt and then I'll. See, I thought about this the other day too. My grandmother used to have grape, grapefruit diet. Yes. So they'd just eat grapefruit. Yeah, on their, the Atkins like, diet, the wasn't fuck? it? Or some shit. No, it wasn't. Oh, I don't think it was called Atkins because I would have remembered that because it's my surname. You don't get everything you need from grapefruit. Grapefruit. People used to eat grapefruit. Everyone knows it's coconuts. Exactly. Oh, fucking. Fuck it it is mate. sour and horrible. Mm. But they used to go on this grapefruit diet and lose five kilos and then eat lollies for the rest of the week. Yeah, just starve yourself and then uh, have <laughs> some lollies. How fantastic. But it's a good old 80s ad anyway. Yeah, fucking snack attack. Yeah. Loved it. Maddie loved it. Hey, now this next one's a mate of ours. Oh, yes. Did you like my choice, by the way? Yeah, it was good because I didn't have to think about it. All right. Because I was freaking on the phone to people all day. So I was like, oh, yes, this is great. Uh, Definitely one of the Mushroom's biggest acts as well. Yes. Very Melbourne, this band. Very Melbourne. We're going to play the track, I reckon, first just to see if you remember it. Oh, that's not it. Sorry, kids. That's not it. (laughs) It's not it. Maybe I should read the right one. Um, Everyone's waiting. Yes, sorry, guys. No, you're right. No, look, I've got the same name. Yeah, this should be it. Oh. Nothing I 
songs go for a long time because I forgot they were even on and I was just getting into them. Yeah, right, right. Okay. This was one of them. Yeah, yeah. I love Bitter Desire. Yeah, so Kids in the Kitchen, of course, are the band. This came out in 85 from the album Shine. Absolutely. Another yeah. band that has been in my life since 1980. That's right. Absolutely. So Scotty Khan is obviously the lead singer. Yep. Scotty and I have known each other for maybe 25 years. I've been in bands with Scotty and he helped name Rewind 80s Band. Right. Very pretty back in the day, wasn't he? Very pretty. And still, still, I think he looks good at the moment too. I, Does he? I mean, I speak to him every now and then, but I did BVs for the kids in the kitchen at the Mercury Lounge oh, maybe in the 90s. Yeah. And he said to me, wear your good gear. Come dressed up. And I'm thinking, oh, God, okay, what am I going to wear? So I kind of went dressed as like an 80s kind of hooker. Lovely. And uh, I thought, you know. So you just wore your street clothes. Just wore what I wear, yeah. yeah. No, not my home clothes, my street clothes, what I wear. And uh, he turned up and, and had two colour outfits to choose from and I felt really overdressed. Oh. But it was the best gig and Alistair was there who is the keyboard player. He yeah. was there because he was in jail. Oh, yeah, he, he's a fucking interesting dude. Awesome. Bruce is great. Oh, was Bruce there? Maybe Bruce wasn't there either. Uh, Craig Harmouth wasn't there. This was in the days where Scotty was going out with a couple of the players. Yep. And what – I mean, I know Claude Carranza very well because he used to come to my house with his children when we when I lived in Malvern. Yep. And Miguel, who drives him to gigs now, used to – Love playing with my little budgie that used to fly around the house. Ah. Loved it. So I know that um, the keyboard player actually had a relationship with the record company overseas mm. and fucked their record deal. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he stuck his dick in the till. Stuck it in the till. Um, Why is it always some cunt on the <laughs> – It wasn't very professional. Fuckhead. And then he was really he, he I think he went to jail for drugs. Oh. So he was a little bit out there. But anyway, he was fun on the night because there's this whole opera song, I think it's Say It, or some right. one of the songs say it where you do this, oh and he's looking at me like, you know, because Big Fairy loves it. Like, yeah. oh Hello, and uh, yeah, like of course he's had Hi. an affair with um a male Hello. the record exec. And um mm. He was kind of camp. I really liked him. But mm. then when I heard about him, I went, oh, Jesus. But good old Scotty is he's still working around, absolute 80s band, still yes. working around the traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did manage Rewind 80s for a little while and then it just got a little bit too much. Yeah. It was just very hard to – we had a lot of 80s bands in our ass. We needed someone to get in there and just yeah. say fuck off, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's – an, and actually – he can do that, yep. but the one we've got now actually does it. You know? Great. But, yeah, I love – now, you've done a demo of this. Was this the song you did? Oh, no, we did Changing, Changing Mood. mood. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one's really good because it's got no backing vocals. You just have to follow the uh, Phil ones, like the, yeah. the BVs. There's not even BVs. Yeah, You just yeah. sort of double the, the melody. They were very popular in Melbourne. They were like a sort of – 
They were like a bit of a boy band. They, they weren't a boy band, no. but they were they were like teen idols, these guys. You know what I mean? They were our version of Spandau Ballet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They that's were the band that of kind of mums and dads were fine. We were like, okay, the, you know, if the girls were going crazy yeah, about kids could, in the kitchen, yeah. they were like, all right, yeah. you can go and see them. That's right. You know, yeah, well, that's true. We used to go to the concerts in the parks, Aeon FM or whatever, and we could go because they were such a wholesome group. Yeah, yeah. They know? looked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. But Scotty was very pretty. Yeah. And he still is pretty in his own way. Yeah. And basically Jesus, you probably say that about me. He's he's still pretty in his own way. Yeah, you, I say that about if myself. If you very if you really have you really bad eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a couple of You know drink. when you squint no, your eyes no. right up and turn well, all the lights off. Scotty's getting on now, mate. Yeah. You yeah. know. Scotty mm. was always very young when he started and yeah. then they just kept consistently playing. Yeah. And in the 80s you played a lot. Fuck yeah. You didn't just do a gig every fucking month. No. You did three or four nights time. sometimes. You it know. was your living. Absolutely. And yeah. there were, was a lot of things. But Claude Carranza, we must catch up with – I must catch up with Claude. Yeah. He's amazing. He's in um, – Joe, when we saw at the, at the airport with um, oh, that's Mark right. Gray, Joe Giuseppe is with. Um, Joe, I always say Camilleri, but it's wrong. I'm such a cunt at the airport. I just want to get out of there. Yeah, no, I, did, I, I didn't actually. I just saw them and just reacted the way I would react. What was going on? We were there, We were doing the Bowie tour, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. And, and there were so many people touring. Yeah, there was. And then fucking. Christmas time, December. Christmas back. time. And then like yeah. fucking, you know, a month later. We're all in, yeah, lockdown. Everything starts fucking going pear oh, shaped. It's and horrible. It will never be the same. Nah. God. Fuck no. Fucking shit. Absolutely. So let's give the uh, next. Oh, this one's an interesting one. I love this uh, one you po- you picked. Did you like it? Very Melbourne band. Very Melbourne band. Let's have a listen. Yuppie die. Wow. Painters and dockers. Wow. Fucking another sexy voice. A lot of energy in that band. A lot of energy. Yeah. They had nude school, remember? Yeah, that was another hit of theirs. They didn't have a lot of longevity, but this phrase, die, yuppie, die, was was big. Because Aussies hated yuppies. Yeah. Aussies hated yuppies. So they were on the white label, which was the other one. Yes, the other, right. Yeah, yep. the other mushy. La- I'm, we're growing mushrooms at the moment. Are you going to smoke them? No. Okay. They're real ones. 
Right. Little button ones. Yes. We've got a mushroom kit. Really? Mm. Is that what that is? Yeah. Where are they? They're in the cupboard hiding. Oh. Maddie's looking after them. It's quite impressive. Are you are you keeping them in the dark and feeding them shit? Yeah. Remember that saying? Well. Uh, you treat me like a mushroom. You keep me in the <laughs> dark and feed me shit. I haven't heard that. Yeah. We are keeping them in the dark and we're watering them and they're starting yeah. to grow because we eat so many mushrooms. Yes. Love them. If you do shit on them, wash them before you put them. It's a fucking good name for a label when you think about mushrooms. it. Mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, it is. Because mushrooms multiply so, like it's That's a really right. good affirmation. Absolutely. I think it's oh, a wonderful name. Maybe the name was the reason they were so popular. Yeah, well, I mean, if you name something, if you name a band or a business something shit. The name's got to be good. You're guaranteed to fucking fail. The name's got to be fucking good. Yeah. There are things out there, brands out there that are fucking shit that get by That's because right. the name's That's good. That's right. Like, That's right. Like uh, Yogo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Costco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking Costco. Can't think of more. But there we go. So, so they were... They had the name Painters and Dockers because their very first gig, I believe, was in the Federated Ship Painters and Dockers Union. Oh, like yeah. Like their club, you know, their club rooms or whatever. Yeah, lovely. And a lot of bands started like that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Absolutely. They did everything, school halls. It's like they didn't have a fucking name. Oh, quickly, what are you going to do? And then they just pick something off the wall and, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We'll be yeah. that. Like, um, oh, what are their names? Colin yeah. Hay. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Land Down Under. Men at Work. Men at Work. Men at Work. They literally looked out the window when there was a construction sign saying Men at Work. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like universal. Oh, yeah. Die, yuppie, die. We didn't like yuppies in this time, We didn't. Aussies didn't like yuppies? No, we didn't like the ships or the Do we still boats. have yuppies or is everyone a yuppie now? I don't think we even think about it anymore. You're not allowed to say shit nowadays. How did the name Yuppie come about? Is it an acronym for something? It means, you know, somebody who's upwardly mobile, you know. Is it something to do with a puppy? I don't think. Oh, it's short for young urban professional or, or young upwardly mobile professional. Go fuck yourself. Jesus, like that was an achievement? Yeah. Wow. I, see, I, I really feel like this was – this is everyone now. Everyone's a bit sort of yeah. upwardly mobile. Yeah. We're not happy and we want to fucking – Yeah. Fucking, we think we're it? fucking a lot further than we are. Well – Settle down. The whole thing that started this week was the big Kamal thing. Kamal was picked on on Hey Hey at Saturday and all these people are This week? Out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Kamal's come out and said he was treated like shit on Hey Hey. Didn't mind the fucking pay packet though, did he? I don't think they used to get paid on Hey Hey. Oh, they would. No, have had they to didn't. Have. To no, if they had like an album, somebody told me, a friend told me, oh. told me that they they no nah, they they didn't pay them. They didn't pay the performers oh. on the show. He was like, oh yeah, what have you got something you, you promote? Well, I can find have you maybe got an album early or a tour 70s. or something. Come down and have a laugh. And oh, I'd have to check that out. See, it's like these these talk shows and stuff where they like 
chucking shit at each other and taking the piss out of each other now are resurfacing. And, like, you look at any of the interviews that Dave Letterman did and this is another thing, like, all the Dave Letterman shit's coming out from the, from the 80s, all the stuff that he did. Yeah, but, like, do we need to worry about it, really? It to was me, fucking it's like, great times. To me it's like, do you realise how long ago this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? What are you gonna? Had... What are you gonna go back in time, or what are you yeah. gonna do? Assassinate the person now, yeah. who's fucking thirty years older than when they did and it, has cancer or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, Daryl Summers is doing Dancing with the Stars, so someone's aimed at him. Yeah, definitely. It's an obvious. All right, let's get Daryl because Daryl cops it sometimes a lot. Does he? I guess because of his age and he gets yeah. three chances or four chances, but he's good at what he does, you yep. know. Yeah. But someone's obviously started this. And um, really, do we need and, – and everyone's on Daryl's side because he put out a statement going, I apologise for all this stuff. It's like, fuck off. What are you going to get fucking Jackie McDonald? Folks are dumb where I come from. And, mate, do you know how many times I've been called a slut or a mole or show us your tits or – Just today. Fucking just today yeah. at Fountain Gate. Yes. <laughs> there she is, the slut. <laughs> I don't expect shit. It happens all the time. It happened all. It still does. And you've earned those titles, and you know. You know what? I can fucking eat you up, right? Yeah. I'll fucking kick you in the head without yes. a problem. Yes. Like toughen up, Shirley's. Baby, the red light's not on. Hey, look out! That's scheduled, isn't it? No, I knew it was hey, on. Hey, look out! I knew it was on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are we having now? What are we doing now? Painters and Dockers, good on you. Yeah. Album was Kiss My Art. Oh. So they got. That was nice. It's a bit clever. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Kiss my art. We're going to go slightly poppier now, I believe. Well, we're going to fucking look at one of his biggest acts, really. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Should we play the song? I reckon. Hand on your heart and tell me that we're through. What a bit of fun. Do you know what? This is where her vocal starts to loosen up a bit. I actually yeah. quite like her vocal, Yeah. Uh, how she's doing that. It was a little bit stiff at the start but this right. is where we start to see the flow, enjoy yourself. Becoming a singer. 89. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. And yeah. God, wasn't she huge? Fucking hell. This, there's something about the combination of Kylie Minogue and, um, you know, Stock Aiken and Waterman. Stock Aiken and Waterman. 
it's just like a, such a beautiful little marriage, creative marriage. Because she's she's upbeat. She's fresh. Yeah. She's like sunlight. She's and so great. are they. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like their, their sound just makes you feel great. Yeah, it does. And it just like boosts you. hear shit like that. It's very camp, obviously, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I reckon at the time you would have had a lot of blokey blokes who secretly loved this song. It makes you feel great. And secretly loved cock. Yes, yeah, well. putting their cock through the uh, <laughs> the hole in the toilet. Oh, absolutely. I mean, What's hand this? on your heart and tell me. What's this cock-shaped hole in the toilet? Yeah. Oh. Where's that come from? Somebody's on the other side. Great. I, I'm not a huge fan. I think this is Pete that did the production on this. Yes. Pete Hammond. Yes. Might be wrong. But I have met Pete Waterman and gone to the office, which I think I've spoken about before, and he's a lovely guy. He yeah. loves his trains and he fucking talks about JC and Kylan. Great. Um, Jason and Kylan. JC and Kylan. Josie and Kylan. They're my two <laughs> – That they're my kids' names that I've picked Josie out. Josie and Kylan. No, JC. JC and Kylan. Oh, great. Yeah, Kylan. That's not obvious. I just made a name up. Love it. Yeah. Love it. That will be great. Because sure. I want to be different but not that different, no, you know? No, very Aussie to do that. Yeah. Very Aussie to be different but not that different. <laughs> but um, hand on your heart. Love it. So let's talk about this. This was a huge risk for Yes. Me. Putting this little pop princess out of – Wherever. Yep. Where was she from? Camberwell. Isn't she from Kew or something like yeah, that? Yeah, around there. I think she was from sort of further out and then they moved to Kew when things started happening. Or maybe. No, she was definitely Camberwell. We went to Camberwell High. Oh, okay. Because yeah, my, my right. friend went to school with her, Jason, ah. who's a huge Kylie fan in the UK. Definitely. She definitely would have been exciting from... to be around, I imagine. You I know, the Minogue she would have been girls. really quiet. You reckon? I reckon she would have been just very sort much of driven. Yeah, driven. Well, she she would have. Oh, I guess she had the right management. Yeah. Uh, you know, but she's obviously driven. She would have known where she wanted to go. Like they would have known when that where they wanted to go from fucking twelve years old. Those girls. Well, I guess you do something like this after being on Neighbours, and you think if it goes off, it goes off. Yeah. If it doesn't, just something we tried. Yeah. But it just exploded. Fuck yeah. You know. And it was the first time we'd seen a soapy sort of star do that. Yeah. And Mushroom. So Kadinsky's just done all this rock shit. Yeah. All these great Barnsy and all yeah. these people. And he goes and signs Kylie, little Miss Kylie. Yeah. And fucking runs with her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And she becomes fucking Mushroom. She was like the fucking, the Skyhooks but for the eight. You know what I That's mean? Like right. She really picked them up. And yeah. Fucking made them huge. She, that the, it made she made she, she she sort of put the exclamation mark on the end of the sentence. It was just like made mushroom huge, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Internationally, and the good thing about Gadinsky is that he loved all his artists, and uh, a lot of the people on the memorial loved him, and they had stories about him. Mm. It's just the most incredible memorial. One. Of if you haven't seen it, the guy from who's um, Stone Josh from um, uh, the international artist Josh. Oh, Josh, um, Josh Home or something. H O W M E from uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. He yes. was. He told a story about Michael live. Wow. 
like not live, but they recorded it. Yeah. And he said that he went to a restaurant at Crown with Michael. Yeah. And Michael had two parties going at once. So he had one, it was a Japanese restaurant, one in one room and one in the other. And he was going back and forth. So he'd say to Josh, come on, mate, second party, let's go in. Fucking, we got to do this. And then anyway, they went into the wrong room at one stage of the night and there were these Aussies just sitting there, these young guys. And he goes, and, and Kadinsky walked in on them and goes, and who the fuck are you? And the guys knew him, obviously. And then, hey. so they had three fucking rooms they were working. Wow. They ended up having another dinner with these strangers. Wow. He was just so friendly. It was the funniest fucking story. And awesome. really, really clever oh. the way that he just – everyone's got their memory of Michael. Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible. But I think Kylie loved him the most as yeah. well. Besides yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. And 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 Ed Sheeran and Kylie sang Locomotion mm. together. That was pretty special. Well, it's, you know, a Brit's dream come true to sing that with Kylie Minogue, isn't well, it? Well, he didn't actually know the song because he Me. wasn't even born. That would have been right. You know. I'm sure he did but he yeah. learned it apparently on the way over. Ah. It's not a hard song Can't to do. Can't have that hard, yeah. But he also yeah. did um, All the Lovers. With her on because it was just acoustic vocal camp and just to sing at someone's memorial. Uh, I've done funerals before and they're impossible. To yeah, do. yeah, you don't even have to know the person. Yeah, and you want to cry. Absolutely, you yeah. just want to cry because the energy in the room is always so sad. Right on the edge, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I hope they – if they put it out on sale, it would be awesome. Uh, and I love the fact – because you had to join Ticket Tech to get your ticket for the memorial. Yeah. Now, not only is that fantastic because what they're doing is they're subscribing to a ticket service and then they're obviously going to get these live acts come through Promotion. their email. Yeah. Which is something we're starting to do, babe. Ha-ha. That's a good – What a lovely segue it that It is was. a good segue. So we've got a new club called – We'll the Breakfast Club. Have a listen to this. Hey, Jay, Jay, Jay. What? Have you joined The Breakfast Club? The Breakfast Club? What's that? It's our new 80s club where you can get discounted tickets to some of our shows, win 80s prizes and merch. How do I join, Sammy? You get into our band website, www.rewind80sband.com, and you'll get a pop-up. Oh, I love a pop-up. We, we all love things that pop-up. Up. It's the Breakfast Club pop-up registration form. You can fill it in from anywhere in the world. That's what she said. Register today, Rewind80sBand.com or Facebook Rewind80sBand. The Breakfast Club. It's It's all the 80s 80s you can eat. There you go. Don't we sound like a lot of fun? Oh, we sound like a lot of fun. Fuck yeah, mate. Well, we are when we're fucked up. Yeah, that's right. But Absolutely. Not that we were fucked up doing that. Because <laughs> it was about an hour ago. That's right. All right, lovely. The Breakfast Club. Look out for it. We'll Join the Breakfast Club, yeah. mate, if you want to save some money. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be mainly for the mixtape tour. Oh, yeah. And I just did my first burp. Um, Brisbane, January. 22nd next year, put it in your diary. I can't say where it's going to be yet. Put it in your diary, January 22nd. Who's going to put that in their diary people now? Will. I've got Brisbane people getting on the Breakfast Club going, oh. when are you coming out? Oh. Well, before we know it, it's going to be fucking January next year. Okay. Like after the bloody abortion of a year last year. Oh, God. And then this year what we're already in what? I would take 10 of last year's. And swap it for this yeah. year in the moment. No, see, I'm, I'm, we had our bad year me, that year. me, mate, yeah. We just went fucking. Totally. 
You know. Come on. We've got to have an upswing soon. We have to we? have an upswing. Yeah? Upswing. So Kylie Minogue, undoubtedly, we were just finished on her, 1989 yeah. Enjoy Yourself, was fucking huge when this song came out. Yeah, that's right. This was a follow-up to... Uh, if I could be so lucky. I could be... Um, yeah. Well, not I could be so lucky. I should be so lucky. Oh, I should be so lucky. If, I should if, be so if, lucky. If I could be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I'm a real – like I, I love Impossible Princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that album and I love indie. all the ones that fucking never did shit. Yeah. I love them all. Because she was trying to do something fucking different. Yeah, I so. loved – I thought – oh, when I went to a birthday party at Mercury Lounge, that was just incredible oh, with that album. Awesome. Which was awesome. So we're going to go on to our next dance act. We are. Now, these girls are cute as buttons as well. Whoa. Now, I did change the, the song because I fucking hate the one you picked. I know. I think I picked that one because of the intro. Oh, really? They're all, look, mm. look, I'm not. Fucking. I'm more crazy about, um, I'm more crazy about certain members than I am about the music. Oh, am, really? Am, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, of course. Good. Well, that's right. They were they were an interesting band, but here we go. And love that song. Ooh, yeah. I love it. The Shantuzies. Love them. I love this song. Kiss and Tell, I think, is brilliant. Yeah. I can I'm not sort into of wah, hear wah, you wah, in wah, it. Wah. Yeah. yeah, right. I can sound a lot like Eve. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Ah. And people have said that. I'm friends with Eve's sister. Oh. Kirsten. Cute. Yeah. How? She, she an actor? D- she, d- she directed me in a play once. Wow. She's a very interesting woman. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So Shantuzzi's was a four-girl girl group. Yes. And it was Eve Von Bibra, was Toadie Goldsmith, was Ali Fowler. Ali Fowler was in Wentworth for our Wentworth lovers. Oh, was she really? Yeah, she had a great part in Wentworth. Fuck yeah. Fuck, who did she play? Oh, I can't remember. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but she was very good in it. What was the other one's name? Angela. Angela La Boch- 
Bozetta? Bozetta. Bozetta. Something like that. And she was a pretty one too. That's right. She left, remember? Yeah, she did. And then there were a trio. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. It was interesting because they were like our version of Bananarama. They were. But. 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 Four. But, but three but. to be nice. But but. But but, yeah. You know? Four but three. And uh, Toddy was always lovely. And she Toddy, was always lovely. Toddy Goldsmith, mate. I would eat her poo. Yeah, well, Am I, I allowed people, to say that? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I would do anything yeah, yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. Toddy, gorgeous. when I was 18 years old and I got my first part in a TV series, I... <laughs> They said that you had to turn up at, you know, if if you're in a TV series and if you're sort of part of the supporting cast or whatever, you got to get there first because yes. the stars get there like last. They do. So like you know they have everybody get first, get in have to breakfast. do their makeup, yep. hang around, nervously have a cigarette for a fucking hour, a couple of hours, and then the stars will come in. Anyway, they said I needed to be there. This is back in Brisbane. Oh, right. On a series called Fire, which wow. Georgie Parker did the first series. Wow. And then Toadie Goldsmith did the second series. Wow. And um, Toti may not. Totty. To, yeah, Totty. <laughs> Toti something. May not have been known it's for. Is it? Okay. Totty. All right. Yeah. Okay. Is it a name? Or is it a... Oh, it's a great name. Oh, okay. Because she was, she used to do the Duracell paint ads when she was a young, young Did girl. Did she? Yeah. That's where we first saw Toddy in, I think it was Duracell paint ads. Am I allowed to say she's got the most amazing pair of boobs I've ever seen? Of course. They're all amazing. Yeah. They're fucking... Especially hers. Yeah. Mate, she's got... Okay. To put it into context I know if you someone don't know. That her. Oh, <laughs> mate. If you don't know this, Toddy Goldsmith, Toddy, Toddy Goldsmith, yeah. is Olivia Newton John's niece. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Livy, Livy's sister is Toddy's mum. Yeah. That's right. So, um, they're very well connected family. Very well oh, connected of course. family. Absolutely. And Toddy's brother was in the Chantuzies as well. He was a producer of them yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. He had a lot to do with them. Yeah. She was just fucking gorgeous. This blonde and just vibrant and fucking yeah. gorgeous, yeah? And she got better as she got older. Oh, my God. And yeah. she's still hot, mate. I oh, saw her yeah. in a play about two years ago and they all had to get naked. Oh, all, Jesus. Yeah, all these sort of more mature women. Yep. She was easily the best. <laughs> and like of course she everyone was. everyone in the crowd. It wasn't fucking Sirens yeah. with fucking Elle McPherson. Yeah, no one was going to see, yeah, was, you yeah. know. I mean, exactly. I don't know Paula Duncan with her tits no, out. She wasn't in it. But let's yeah, say Paula yeah, Duncan, yeah, exactly. you know, that wasn't caliber. her. Yeah. But, you know, everyone was there to see Toadie in the, in the nude. Do I keep saying Toadie? You say Toadie. Totty. Toadie's the guy on fucking Neighbours, mate. Toadstool. Oh, yeah, Toadie. Anyway, Toddie was in Fire, the second series she took over from Georgie Parker. Just Google it. Is is that her real name, Toddie? Mm, Just Google it. Anyway, I'm they sure told me that I had to be She's probably onset. named after her grandmother or something. Can you, uh, can you hear me Jewish typing, connection. everyone? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The dad was Jewish, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, was he a nightclub owner or some um, shit like that? Look, I don't know. Yeah, I think dad was involved at uh, 
Oh, Sammy. What? Get out of town. What is it? She's Caroline. Oh, really? Toddy I goes thought, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 58 and fucking hot, mate. So where's the Toddy comes from? Just a nickname. It's a middle name. Oh, lovely. Yeah. It would have been after a grandmother or something. Caroline. Toddy's much cooler. Toddy's a bit more fun, isn't Caroline's it? are annoying. It wouldn't have mattered because she's fucking hot. Yeah, exactly. You know, Toddy's anyway. hot though. That name's Tot. It's no one has that name. You know, she's she's got an Order of Australia medal. I I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, she was in she was in fire. I had to be there at six o'clock, but because I yeah. was a nerd, I turned up at five eight oh, o'clock God. and just hung around waiting. Yeah, I'm here early. Yeah, no I was one sitting been there. there. <laughs> no, no one was there except Toddy. Toddy, fuck the lead actress of the show, and she came wow. up. She came up, and yeah, it was about like a fucking. They're, they're like a fire. What year are we talking here? Oh, I don't know. Something like, no, late 90s. And she came up and she had, you know, it's the firefighters and shit, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she came up with, um, you know, the big fire pants that have the. Is it on YouTube? Can we put it up for our viewers to see you in it? Oh, God. See if you can find it when you get home. Possibly. If you can track me down in it, go for it, guys. It's out there for sure. What did you play? A little kid lost in the bush or something? I played uh, a reporter. Oh, yeah, one of those. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so um, (laughs) there we are. She would have loved meeting you though. No, no, no. She walked walked up and I fucking shit myself. Yeah. Because I was new in the city as well. I was from the fucking country. Yeah, of course. You know, still with like fucking hayseeds between my teeth. (laughs) And and – here she is. She was a star, yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. I remember her from Shantuzzi's at this stage. Yeah. And um, she walked up. She was there early and I think she had a daughter who, whom she was dropping off. But she was in full costume like walking around at like fucking 5 a.m. I don't know what she was doing. But like beautiful boobs. And she had the she had the um uh you know the suspenders that hold up the fucking fire engine pen. Normally, oh, and the boobs look fantastic yeah, with them around yeah, them as well. Because normally yeah. they go up straight, but you can't do that if you got boobs. So she's got them like crossed over. Like, oh, it was God. a bit sort of John Jean Claude Gaultier, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, is that his name? Yeah. So what did you talk to her about? She just asked me what I was doing there and how I'm going and just asked me about me and like so I don't know, it just made me feel comfortable. She's in marriage well, celebration. I fucking now. shit myself, Sammy. Of I had to go and like run in and have a wank. Really? Into her trailer. No, oh. I didn't. I, <laughs> I didn't. I would have fucking loved yeah. to. Well, my toddy story is even better. Yes. I met her up at the snow when she was banging the ski guy. Oh. Who I didn't like straight away. Right. I got introduced to him. Yeah. And she hadn't had the daughter yet. I think she may have been just up the duff. Okay. And I was in a band called Time and it was myself. I think John Stevens was hanging around as well. She's tall too, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's not. She's, she's yeah, look, she's, you'd think she's shorter than she is. Yeah. She's, she is a bit taller than you think. Yeah. Um, it was... Myself and Lisa and Tim Henwood, who's now in everything that moves, Tim yeah. Henwood, and we had a band up at the snow and she just happened to be having a drink with the new beau and um, we sound checked and I said hi and she was so lovely 
And then we were talking about sexual energy because that's yeah. what you talk about with someone that's sexual. Chicks. Chicks. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I think you've got much more sexual energy than you know you've got. You know, she was really quite flattering, which was nice because I was <sighs> only 19 and I didn't really know what I had. And I thought, oh, well, if Toddy thinks I'm sexy, well, then that's fucking great. Just fired my whole night up, mate. I, I think you got a lot of sexual energy. Yeah. She's... She's like a Marilyn Monroe. She fucking oh, – she's got something, Toddy. Well, can't we – we should have – see, because we do these shows a lot, like we do them pretty late, mm. we could have actually probably got her on the show. But maybe we should do – She's a friend of a do, friend. Maybe we should do a Anything to get her on the show. On bands or something. Or, I'll you know, call her. And, and we could – yeah, yeah, okay, of course you will. I've got – She'll come over, mate. She will. She doesn't live far away. What? From yeah. me? In Victoria. No, I don't know where no, she lives. No, I'm sure she's St Kilda. Yeah, but she's – oh, yeah, she's St Kilda actually. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she goes to – and I won't say where she goes. No. What am I, a fucking freak? All right, cool. Toddy can Toddy go. We love a bit of Toddy, but I loved Ange as well. I don't know why Ange left. I just don't think she wanted to do it anymore. Probably got pressured by her. She was Italian the woogie parents. one, though. That's right. She was the woogie one. What are, what are you doing, bro? What's what are you doing? Chick? What's on me stone chick? How much you how much <laughs> you making from that, bro? <laughs> she would have wanted more money for sure. You know? For sure. She yeah. was gorgeous though, but it was unusual to see a woggy chick in a girl's group as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a new thing. And Ali Fowler, of course, in a She's, very deep she voice. She still looks great, though. She does. They all look great. Yeah. All look great. No, they do. I don't know what they have in their water, but they, all That's the girls' right. groups. I reckon it's the girls' groups like Bananarama and all these fucking girls' groups. They go out and they drink and they have fun and they don't fucking age. They look amazing because they're Incredible. still young at heart and they're having fun. Yeah. Let's move on before this becomes a two-hour show. Oh, shit. Good point. Right. So your next one. Yes. He's a goodie. Now, these band sort of ended up with Mushroom. These guys could have been so much bigger. I love the voice. I love the sound. Let's have a listen. Check them out. Sometimes when this place gets kind of empty Sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Curtain down Memphis Lower the curtain down on right I got no time For private consultation Under the Milky Way tonight Wish I knew what you
Sorry about the email through that, oh, guys. Oh, something's coming in. Maybe it's a gig. Maybe it's a fucking money. Let's hope nice. it's a gig. <laughs> oh. No, not this time of night. Oh, you never no. know. We work 24-7. That's right. Um, No, it was definitely an email. Under the Milky Way by the church, everybody, came out in 88. These guys, the church, oh, they just could have been so much bigger. I love his voice. I liken his voice to sort of Morrissey. Yeah. I I put them in sort of the Smiths territory, you know? Yeah, well, they were um, signed to Mushroom with the Australian region and Arista internationally with this song. Eventually, eventually. They were with, I think, EMI initially. Yeah, no, no, but this track is signed to Mushroom. Oh, absolutely. Because we did make sure that we got this one under yeah, the Milky Way. Yeah, that's right. But I guess like their journey, they was they were signed Ugh. internationally and then they got dropped by their, their big label, which I think was EMI. Right. And um, oh, they kind of, I don't know if they came back to Australia with a tail between their legs. But they, they, I fucking really rate these guys. I love them. Yeah. Um, Ah, the guy, the lead, the lead guy, the front man, Steve, Steve Kilby. Kilby. Yeah, he's got a reputation of being a little bit difficult. Yeah, well, his daughters are fucking trippers. Okay, how Owen do you know Nish. them? Owen Nish or something. Oh. We went partying with him at the Cherry Bar. Oh. Well, I didn't. I was just hanging around. Okay. Very strange little girls, but yeah. exactly like him, just out there. I've heard him referring to himself in third person. Oh, I can't always, stand that shit. And Kilby. You know when the Kilby doesn't like that. Oh, no. Yeah, Kilby wants another drink and oh. what Kilby gets. What, does he, does he say it like that or does he write it down like that? No, no, no. Like he says it like that. I've heard him, yeah, like uh. mid-gig, mid like Kilby doesn't like um, his fallback too loud. and. Oh, really? Like oh, well. Sh- Shut the Maybe fuck if he gets his up. surname and he's just got to yeah. Oh, I don't himself. like that. You no. know who else does that? Megan Gale. Does she? Yeah. Megan doesn't approve of that. Oh, you know. The computer sh- says an eye. Shut the fuck up. I'm not saying to you to shut up, Kilby. I love you. But um, very boring when people talk about themselves. Yeah, like it's something big grating, you know. It's if people of... could only understand that the more you chill the fuck out oh. and become a person like everyone else, people will think you're a rock star. You don't have to fucking be a dumb cunt all the time, 24-7. It's about not now drawing anyway. people into you, you know what I mean? I mean, like... we had in the 80s fan, fan clubs, right? Yeah. You didn't have Facebook where you could talk about yourself 24-7. Yeah. It was much better for the fucking artist for people not to know what the fuck they think and when they shit to sell records than it is. Now it seems to have flipped where people go, this is what I'm doing today. I'm fucking going to clean the cat and watch it lick its dick and then have some muesli. Oh, you're great. I love your song fucking Cunts of Forever. I love that song. And it's great, you know, like I don't care. Yeah. You know, it, it has changed a bit because of social media. Yeah. But very boring. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we better get on with the what show. What are we talking about? We're talking about so the last. Under the Milky yeah, Way. Under the Milky I love Way. this song and 
it was going to be what we were going to choose when I got married for so and so to come down the aisle to. Oh, it's a, it's a bit of a bit of a got a bit of a tone to it, don't you think? <laughs> so we, I mean, we loved it, but like. Probably should have had it, how things fucking turned out. Well, but Dallas had fucking Titanic and look how that turned oh, out. Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> Jack, that was, that was the fucking funniest met. shit when she said that. Oh, her oh, of all people, mate. I know. Anyway, so Under the Milky Way also very recently played in The Dirt, the amazing Aussie film with Eric Banner in it. Yes. If you guys haven't seen it, fucking go and see it. Is it good? You fucking need to see it. it. I loved it. Really? Rocked my world. Well, see, people have been having a go at it and going, ah, it's just fucking. Tell them to fuck off. Wow. If they do. My parents loved it. It's good. It's good. It's like, remember that really sort of awesome period of Aussie films and they had like, they had sort of. Uh, Lantana came out. There was Chopper. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was. Well, that like, was um, Chopper was Gadinsky. Yes. Mushroom Films or Absolutely. Very good. Very good fucking. You choice. know, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's favorite film. Wow. Chopper. It's amazing. Yes. For him to tell the story of that dude, Chopper. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. And it's Eric Banner. This, you know. Oh, he was incredible. He was great. He was great. And And most people's. Uh, I guess memory of Chopper is the Eric Banner, <laughs> Eric Banner yeah. doing Chopper. You know, when people take Chopper off, they're taking Eric Banner, taking Chopper off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, under the Milky Way, it's in the dirt with Eric Banner. Go and see that film. I, I will go and it. see that now. It's I'm really glad. the way that this song is used in it is really special. Yeah, right. It's sort of it's partially set in the eighties as well, yep. which you'll like. And the way that they they don't kind of, it, you know, when th- fucking things are set in the eighties and everyone's got like fucking fluoro fishnets and crimped hair, and it's yeah. like, no, it wasn't like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, it wasn't. That's the eighties. If you it was Google like Stranger it. Day, Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 exactly yeah. Like that. yeah. It's you know that shit with the fucking crimped fucking hair yeah. and everything. That's. That was if for you the Google 80s. That's yeah, if you Google yeah. 80s. That's not if you live the 80s, if you, you get know 80s what I mean? On wish. If like yeah, if you, and especially if you're like rural Australia, yeah. You barely noticed that it was the 80s. It could have been the 70s, could have been could have been the fucking night, you know, you barely noticed. And the way that they tell you that it's the 80s is sort of through this song. And it's really beautiful. Wow, okay, honey. Yeah, so you've got to go and see it. Everyone go out and say that, see that. We got one more, haven't one we? One more. And it's our favourite band of all time. Models. Now, this is where I met Gadinsky and I f- didn't know. Right. Matty has reminded me. Okay. He went to James Freud's funeral. So there was 50 people invited. Uh. Was it 50? 25 or something? Gadinsky was at the funeral. I think he made a speech. I might be wrong. Right. I don't know why I don't remember this. I mean, it was a long time now. Yeah. But Gadinsky was at the funeral. So when I say I haven't been around him, I, I obviously have. I lie. But we're going to play this one. It is one of my favourite models tracks. And we will have a listen now. Is your back sore too? My back sore too. Yeah, because I'm leaning over like a cunt. Oh, God. Here we go. Hey. 
The Models, 1983. Holy shit, the what a of your sound. Company. Yeah. Nick Lorne produced this. Of course he did. Incredible. What a fucking sound. Yeah. It's so fucking sexy. Yes. And challenging. You don't sort of expect it because the song sort of starts very foreboding and then it suddenly becomes upbeat and you can't help but move to it. It's fucking great. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. So this went number 12 on the Melbourne 3XY music chart in October 83. Ah, there we go. Do you remember the 3XY music chart? They used to have them in the record stores. Right, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. They were really, really cool. Of course. Brushes, you'd go and get your music chart. Yeah. And your CD. Oh, no, not CD. It'd be vinyl. Yeah. If you cared, you'd check out the chart, wouldn't you? Now, this track's interesting because it was sort of the keyboards were based on Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Ah, of course. So this is what they were going for. And that's not an easy riff for no, people not. to play. No. But this was different again. Yeah. But I actually haven't heard them do it that well since right. the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not an easy one for them to do mm. live mm. anymore. Yeah. It almost yeah. needs to be sequenced or something. Because ah. Maddie's always like, mm, Jesus. Yeah. But we yeah. love the models. We love James. So James Freud was obviously in at this stage. Yes. And I, I find this voice sec- sexy. Yep. Like I love his voice. Yeah. It just sounds a little bit more desperate and yeah. just authentic than just someone that's sort of got a shit voice. Like yeah. he actually has you know, there's a different way of covering a shit voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does it really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like absolutely. oh yeah, what a voice. Yeah. It's shit really, but yeah. it's passionate. It's like a normal dude's voice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not though at the same time. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's really special. Mm. But, yeah, so Gudinski obviously looked after the models and was always good to people. Absolutely. He loved these guys. He really – and I really think they're underrated, the models. Uh, sorry, not the models. Models. Models, models, models. They're, they're often referred to as the models. It was just models. Mm. But their lineup, their early li- lineup was uh, Sean Kelly, Andrew Duffield, Mark Ferry, Janice Friedenfields or something, Friedenfields. Uh, and um, James Freud, of course. Did I say James Freud? Yeah. Roger Mason, James Valentine on sax, remember? Yeah, he came in later on. He was that cunt that fucking um, – he used to host the afternoon show on the yeah. ABC, remember? I think he came in out of mind, out of sight years. He wasn't yeah, he there did. for the long yeah. haul. He started doing all the big sex holos like really Barbados and all of that kind of thing. No. Nah. Yeah, the boys yeah. didn't love a him. A bit annoying. Yeah. Um, That's why I, I think he did Tats Lotto, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. And he was in Absent Friends with Wendy Matthews. So, yes. Um, uh, James Valentine, Zan Abaratni and uh, Kate Zabrana were doing the BVs. That's right. And they were in uh, I'm Talking Together, of course. Yeah. And Wendy Matthews as well. What a fucking band. What yeah. a fucking lineup. Wendy and... Uh, Wendy and Sean would to- have... Uh, Relationship. Relationship. Mm. He fingered her. Yeah, I think a bit more than that. Yeah. I think they moved to Melbourne. Yeah. Because that's where the kids used to see them, James. And we've got um James Freud's Jackson Freud. We did a show with him, remember, on the 10th anniversary of his death. Yeah. That's a good show. Go back and listen to that yes, if you want yeah, to. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Did I mention that I went and saw Wendy 
his life. And she was a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Was that it where you played with the Banana Armor boys? Yes. Yeah. You have. I've told that story, have I? Mm. Fuck, she fucked me off that night. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, she's doing Bob Dylan at the moment mm. with um, Bob Dylan covers with Weekend Together, You um, and I. Okay. Our girl from the Eurogliders. Oh, yes. Grace Knight. Is she? Yeah, they, okay. they, they've joined forces. Right. And they jokingly say, oh, we'll be together as long as we can put up with each other. Oh, and which will like, be yeah. about six months. Yeah. <laughs> I think they might have a point. Oh. But no, look, um, yeah, I, I, they're doing Bob Dylan. It's always covers, isn't it? You know, like it's the way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is yeah. the way to go. But that's our show for today because we've gone over to fucking – Nearly gone one minute or yeah. one hour. Good on you guys. If you love the show, please like, share, rate, review. Subscribe. And subscribe. Yeah. Come on board. Follow us. You know, follow us. But then you never have to think about it again. That's, you just that's true. Listen to the show every fucking week I and like away you go. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And your mobile just goes ready for a new episode. Yeah. What you should do also is check out Rewind80s.com. Rewind80sband.com. Rewind80sband.com. Correction. Yeah. Because that will have all info about our live appearances yes. and so forth with Rewind80s. Yes. Because we are going to start to do podcast stuff as well. We're just waiting for Melbourne to open up. That's right. It's taking forever. That's right. It's playing hard to get, isn't it? <sighs> waiting for it to open up. Playing hard driving, to get. Driving crazy. But driving more crazy. importantly, guys, become a Patreon. Yeah. Jump on board Patreon. You can become a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. But for $10 a month, you get extra fucking episodes, which we have not recorded for a while and we've got to do very soon. Yeah, we've got – there's only two people that haven't got their extra episode and that's Ben French, sorry, Ben, and our girlfriend. Nora, is it? No, Nora's – Nora did a donation. She only Lovely. did a one-off Okay, fantastic. Um, all the others got a, an old – one that I hadn't given them. Okay. We were all caught up together. Beautiful. And I thought I oh, will give them the one. So ones they're they due don't for have. another one. Yeah. Come on board, patrons. We love you. Absolutely. Now, guys, if thank you to Michael Gudensky. Thank you for the music. Thank yes. you for the life and the legacy. Good on you. Absolutely. And if it's music mateys. Well, cool shit from the 80s. We're gonna talk about it. Unreal. 